Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on USA.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. And you can listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Do not miss this post, America's Prophecy Harbinger of Potent. America has a coup d'etat which is being driven by, by outside influences, but it is not one of overthrowing the presidency, per se. It is one overthrowing the government and the constitution of these United States. Do not miss this post, Loving the Brethren in Christ Jesus. These things we ought to be doing, I speak specifically to loving your brother and sister in Jesus Christ. Do not miss this post, America's House of Long Shadow. In the House of Long Shadows, we find an epitaph in America. In the House of Long Shadows, we find an America whose house is filled with sin and rebellion. And the latest posts on warn-usa.com? Do not miss this post. Revealing Jesus, the Father's Will, Warren Radio Classic Series. Revealing Jesus was the Father's Will, revealing unto people to see Him as the true Savior of the world. This is a Warren Radio Classic Episode Series. And do not miss this post, Global Advocacy End Time Report, Classic Warren Radio. Many enemies of Christ Jesus target the beloved in the faith of Jesus Christ. This latest Classic Warren Radio features one of our premier shows. And do not miss this post, Rushing of Nations, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 28 on Battle Lines. Rushing of Nations, One Day the Nations of Men, the Rebellion in the Hearts of People, and the Redeemed will all be at that great day, the time of which accounts shall be settled. Be sure to get your book, The Rising, by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller. The Rising details a takeover of America with dark forces that plot to bring the country into the globalist new world. Be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter by going to danaglinsmith.com where you can visit our Christian books and resource shop where we feature The Rising and other Christian books as well as resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, 
Find us on Instagram and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings. Welcome to Sound the Shofar. I'm the watchman Dana Smith. This is our Friday program. Shabbat begins tonight. And I know, in case you're not understanding Shabbat, in the evenings on Friday, technically, we look at the star. I've literally done this. Go out waiting for the first star to appear. At any rate, we have had wonderful weather, warm, getting hot, took out the fans. <laughs> now today we have eaters. That's how fast it can change around here. Colorado's expected to get a whole pile of cold weather and snow. Now we're not in Colorado. But uh, the system is sweeping down over us into Colorado while they've got another system hitting them from another direction. So they're going to get hit pretty good, according to the weatherman or woman, whichever the case shall be. This week, Lord God, Governor of the Nations, our series continues with Part 8, Keeping Mercy. Keeping Mercy. Very important. It flows out of the Lord God. Remember what he told Moses on the mount. He talked about his mercy. And he has given mercy to multitudes who have called upon his name. And when judgment comes, as in trials and testing, and then the Lord God, governor of the nations, we speak of that day of judgment. <clears throat> but real judgment, as far as the judgment of men and nations before the final judgment, is redemptive, just like the judgment on Judah to go into captivity. That was really redemptive. And it brings, in, in the end, God brings them back in. It's like the chastisement and the father dealing with his children in the church. So we look at all of this. Sometimes in this country we get, we get a little sloppy. Get tired. We fail to be as sharp as we should. And that's why we're facing the things we're facing in America right now. It's God's work to wake up America and the sleepy church and the sleepy Christians. And we are the light. That is if we stay awake and close to the Lord. This week, Strong Tower. In Judges 9.51, there was a strong tower within the city, and thither fled all the men and women and all they of the city, and shut it to them, and got them to the top of the tower. That's what they did when they were being surrounded. There was always a tower in the castle, in the fort. They would go there to be safe. 
So when we talk about strong tower, Proverbs 18.10 tells us the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into it and it is safe. So in the world today, there are troubles everywhere. We do have war. Howbeit, it's not quite as bad as World War II by a long shot. But yet, it is troublesome. The Biden administration, with the help of the Republicans, sent another $45 billion to Ukraine. And I oppose that. How much money do they need over there? How come the other NATO members aren't given anything? And rightly so. You could say some of them, well, they're taking in the refugees. That's true. That's their part. But some of them are not like Great Britain, Spain, and others. You know, that was one of the things Trump always used to say. America always took all the responsibility financially. It was up to us all the time. And he said, enough's enough. The rest of them need to pony up some money. And he was right. Meanwhile, it's reported in America that they're expecting $10 a gallon on the West Coast for gas. $10 a gallon? That's ridiculous. We actually uh, talked about $10 a gallon back in the 70s. I'm thinking Carter was president then. Don't quote me on that, but I'm thinking that. $10 a gallon. 15-gallon tank, 150 bucks. That's ridiculous. We have got the oil. We have got the places to drill. We have the safest drilling on the face of this earth. But the Biden administration have took it upon themselves to practically wipe out or try to wipe out all vestiges of oil and coal and the rest of it. Now, of course, that's coming from Obama. It really is, because that's one of the things he said when Obama came in as president. I was warning ahead of time about Obama. I know about Obama. And... Uh, Thanks to the late Pat Holliday. I just found out she had passed away some time ago. Great woman of God. Used to preach and go into Africa. Well, she came across the pastor over there. And he was telling her about this Kenyan who was going to be president. It was Barack Obama. He had another name over there. This pastor told us all about it and how they did a lot of sacrifices. And we're not talking anything Christian here. We're talking black magic. And all the other witchcraft they do over in Africa. He wasn't a Christian. Now by the time he got over here he said he was a Christian. And there's a few other things that we knew. We warned about him back then. Nobody paid any attention. Nobody cared. Except for those of us that covered it. So today, Barack Obama is behind the scenes. He works better that way. He's sneaky. And he's got a whole, he's had a chance on Netflix and others 
to get a whole army of people. Remember, he was an organizer in Chicago. He knows how to do this. So you think all this stuff about the election and everything else is bunk. Well, you're full of it. Denise D'Souza, 2,000 Mules, is it's one of the highest grossing movies to come out like that. Or the high grossing movie. You can watch it in theaters. I think it's coming out to over 400 theaters. You can watch it online. You can find 2,000 Mules, Denise D'Souza, if you're wondering about the election. It will convince you. They've got the proof, black and white. But you see, while we're going through all this trouble, high gas prices. Now see, where we live, anywhere you want to go is about 100 miles away. Major cities. Anywhere. Nothing in between, practically. And it takes at least a half a tank of gas to get there. Or a quarter. About five gallons. That'd be 50 bucks just to get there. And if you're doing a regular route and you're getting around, all your deliveries and packaging is going to go through the roof. Amazon and Amazon Prime and all the stuff they had is going to go through the roof. All this because of the Biden administration and the giving of all of this power to one man, the president, is wrong. I'm categorically opposed to the powers in the presidency where some nitwit can come along and just change everything and screw the whole program up just because he doesn't want it. It should only be done by a vote of Congress or a vote of the American people. But see, in this case, when we have a vote of the American people, as Denise proved, there's a lot of cheating going on. See, that's why they hated Trump, and they hate Trump today, because he's the one man that fights back, and he is solidified, codified, and united the opposition against the New World Order and against the takeover of America and against the Democrats that are Marxist. And if you think that this is just a farce, you just push them. Because I'm telling you that if they don't straighten up in this country, there's going to be a civil war, and you're not going to want that. I'm not telling you I'm wanting it. I'm just telling you and warning you that will occur. And that's why if you're a Christian believer... We need to pray that God in his mercy will help this country to straighten out. Because we are in the midst of judgment. I was warned about it, and I warned others, and I warned it on this program. Now, you see, I don't carry the news anywhere. On our websites. Not that I know of. I've cleaned everything out. I may have missed one or two. But I doubt they're there. We cover. I write in-depth articles. Christian. Biblical. In-depth. Prophetic. And I do radio shows. I write books. My latest. The Rising. Now here's a plug. Get the book, The Rising, by Dana Glenn Smith. If you do a search, you have to search for The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. Now, it is on LifeRich Publishing, their site, and many others. I mean, there's a gob of them. You can go to our websites, go to our book page over on Dana Glenn Smith. All of them have the links and the resources. You get it because... The Rising details certain aspects 
of the supernatural aspect as it, as it relates with life in the rising of the opposition that is trying to take over America. And in the book, there's a hint as to where the dark one, the beast or the Antichrist goes. And I even have written in it what some of these supernatural aspects are like as far as the meeting and an angelic visitation and things. Believe me, this is not your normal Christian fiction. Check out The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. Go to our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. You will find links there. Click them, go to there, get the book. Read the book, leave a comment. You can buy them on, get them on Amazon. You can get them on LifeRich. You can leave comments. You can leave a comment on our, send me, and you know, through our contact page when you read the book. And see, there's a reason that I want you to do this. Because of that way, I know you've read the book. And I've also got another book, The Steal the Darkness. And I've got some offers in the coffer. So, check these things out. Because the book is set in America. It's about America. And it centers on one guy who is in black ops. And there's aspects of his life that is that is true. Certain details. About the way black ops works. So today, Zechariah 14.1, Behold, the day of the Lord comes, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. Now you see, when we talk about the day of the Lord, there is a day of the Lord that we talk about. One of the greatest day of the Lord's is when the Lord returns. And he warns, you will not know the day or the hour. And you see, that's when you're really going to have a day of the Lord because the Lord... Jesus Christ is coming back, Yahshua. And that's when things will stop. The nations will be fearful. And boy, I'll tell you, it'll be a shocker on that day. That's one day of the Lord. There's another day of the Lord when the Lord issues judgment on certain areas like when we talk about the judgment on Judah or the northern tribes on on the northern tribes which we call the house of Israel these are um, or just plain Israel these are the tribes of that house that was carried away by the Assyrians, Sennacherib's father did it. And he was uh, very, very... He was famous because he was so successful at what he did. And then, of course, his son, Sennacherib, came up against the house of Judah at the time that Hezekiah was king and Isaiah was a prophet, there were others, and, uh, well, the army got destroyed by an angel, 150,000, and Sennacherib was killed by his sons in, in his, the house of his God. But see, the day of the Lord appeared for the northern tribes, and were carried away captive by Sennacherib's dad. And then Judah went into captivity at the hands of Babylon for 70 years. And then they were delivered 
by the hand of Cyrus, who was who openly said that he had been commanded by the Lord God to do this. And we cover that aspect in depth in our long-running Isaiah series. We did part 132. So that's what, those are two Day of the Lords. When we talk about the Day of the Lord, it can be international in scope. It can be local in scope against one particular thing that the Lord is doing. And it can be global in scope, international, global, and, and as well as the whole universe when the Lord comes back, the day of the Lord. And, of course, on nations, that's when the Lord, I mean, for instance, on Babylon, they fell. And <laughs> Nineveh fell. Nineveh, rep uh, Nineveh repented at the... Uh, preaching of Jonah, but they forgot about it and 70 years later later, Nahum the prophet was warning about the judgment on Nineveh and it came. So these are day, day of the Lord examples. Now Malachi 4.5 Behold I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And when the Lord Jesus, Yahshua, came, he said of John that he was the, that Elijah of that day. Now, I knew a Jewish prophet, Messianic, who called himself the Elijah of our day. And he's gone but you don't normally find, you know, Gentile prophets. He's not a, he wasn't a Gentile. He was a true blood. He was a Jew. He was a Levite, in fact, come from a line of priests, if I remember correctly. But see, he's gone. But he was warning about America about the same time I was. That's how I ran into him. And he was talking about bird flu, and I was talking about bird flu. I'd been researching it. Now guess what? They came out with bird flu now. Yeah, well, I, I was way ahead of them, and so was he. We talked about it, oh, dear Lord, years ago, <laughs> a long time ago. 2005, maybe 2006, 2007, I don't know, somewhere in there. And I knew about it because the Lord put it on my heart to research it. He led me to this prophet, and we talked about it, and we did shows on it. And I still have the shows. They may not be on the websites because I've... I've cleaned a lot of the stuff out, and I've got stuff in my archives. I've got several archives, and I keep them because there's things I'm going to be doing with all of them. Acts 2.20. The sun shall be turned to darkness, the moon into blood, before that great notable day of the Lord coming out of Joel. This is when the apostles were talking, relating this is... The, when Pentecost arrived, you have Peter's sermon, the day of the Lord. And that's what they were warning about. Because in the New Covenant, you know, we don't so much really discuss the day of the Lord as far as judgment, you know. But you see, in the New Covenant and in Scripture, we always look to the time when Yahshua comes back, Jesus. That's the focal point. 
because God has grace going now. Grace for you to be saved. He gives you time. And so you are living in an era of grace that one day will come to an end. And people today in America, we're, we're more lawless than we've ever been in this nation. And we're lawless worldwide, but America is nuts. I mean, literally crazy. And we have professionals, we have teachers, they're all crazy too. Because of the things that they teach the children. And so you wonder why America is in chaos today. It's because of sin. It's because that our churches and our preachers have not preached as they should have which is a gospel that contains a healthy amount of salt. You'll have to figure out what that means because I'm not going to explain it to you. Look it up and know what it means. Many years ago, I was literally told that by the Lord. Look it up and study it. Yeah. And see, the problem with America today, and many Christians, they may hear voices, but it leads them in the wrong direction. Oh, and I could tell you stories, true stories. Because Americans and American Christians, many have lost discernment. Now, here's a good scripture. 1 Corinthians 5, 5. To deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. Now that's, again, the day of the Lord. And that's when the Lord comes, the Lord Jesus, when he comes back. And that's for those who won't listen. And they won't turn from their wicked ways and they were a Christian. Maybe it's somebody in your household. So you deliver them up to Satan. You stop dealing with them. And you just pray for them. And that in the pressure that comes from darkness as a result of that person backsliding... That they would repent. Then if we look in 2 Corinthians 1.14. Also. You have acknowledged us in part. That we are your rejoicing. Even as you are ours. In the day of the Lord Jesus. And you can tell. The Pauline epistle uses the phrase the same way. Day of the Lord Jesus. Or That's the way the. You know, when they interpreted the Bible the way they put it. But it's the same thing, same author, same wording. First Thessalonians 5, 2 Thessalonians 5.2 For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. See, and we're covering right now the last of the day of the Lord's scriptures. To reveal to you the context of the phrase, the day of the Lord. To emphasize that the day of the Lord comes. And see, when we talk about the day of the Lord Jesus, that's when he comes. And of course, the next step is to set up the millennial kingdom. He'll actually come as the greater son of David. I mean, that would be the prophetic thing to say about it. 
because he's going to rule and reign for a thousand years to fulfill that promise that God made to David, never having to, you know, he will always have one of his kin sit on the throne of the Lord. But at any rate, he will fulfill all of that. He fulfills so much, it's just amazing. Second Peter 3.10, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, the elements shall melt with fervent heat, the earth also and all the works are therein shall be burned up. He goes on to say, So what manner of men should you be? You know, all manner of conversation or, or all manner of life and how you live you should be careful. Why? Well, because if you're a Christian and acting like a heathen, that isn't going to bode well on the day of the Lord. So knowing that the end has come, you should pursue the Lord, walk in holiness, and stop this easy-peasy, grace, sin what and do what I want, Americanism. I call it Just absolutely nuts. We all get that way. Don't tell me that it doesn't happen. I know. I'm a preacher. Been a preacher for many years. Tower and I started out back in the mid-70s. I know this happens. And I know it can happen to preachers. We get careless. Simply because everything's going good and it's continuing to go good and everything's wonderful and fine and yeah. Well, now everything is not wonderful, fine in America. And of course, I'm going to tell you right now. Now, President Trump, I have nothing bad to say about him. But that's an awful lot of pressure you're putting on one guy. To fix America. When he has everybody against him. He has the international. You know. All the international people who want a one world order. He has all the Democrats against him. He has rhino Republicans against him. He has an established. System. In D.C. that is corrupt. It's not because it's of anything other than men and women. Like Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer and the others. Who stay in there all their lives. Become filthy rich. And they are comfortable. And they think that they own it. It's not theirs. It's ours. But we have a corrupt system. And I can guarantee you it's going to be shaken because it's corrupt. And we have a corrupt society right now. And there is a delusion that goes with all this that Paul pointed out. So when you put everything together, it's time to wake up and see. Peter writing in context, that's really what he tells everybody. And see, one of the things that I like when we're looking at stuff like this, we want to go back to Exodus 34, 5 through 7. Moses wanted to see the glory of the Lord and wanted to see the Lord. So he passed by Moses and sheltered him while he declared. It says... And the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and mercy, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and that will by no means clear the guilty. Visiting the iniquity on the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children under the third and the fourth generation. 
And you see, all of this is fulfilled in, in Yahshua coming, Jesus. Because out of God's mercy flows his grace. Out of the grace comes a little thing called faith, which we need to have. Without faith, you can't please God. And so Jesus brought us that mercy, that grace, and that faith, teaching us. Understanding that as human beings, we do sin. There is a hope through Yahshua, Jesus Christ. But there's also that judgment that's going to come in the fulfillment of Scripture and also within the world on a national level judgment can come from the Lord. Just the way there is judgment on America right now, this is on a country level, a national and federal and local level, all together spotlighting America. There's judgment on this nation right now at this moment. Now, you can talk to people. Well, there's not judgment. I'm telling you there is. I'm telling you I know there is. I'm telling you that I was told what was coming. I was shown. Well, God doesn't do that. Okay, that's fine. I don't care. I'm not going to argue with you. <coughs> I'm telling you, you. You either believe it or you don't believe it. Because the message is going to go out to those that will hear it. Because the message that I have is for those who have ears to hear. And to some, it's not given to hear. You're not going to hear it. Why? Because you're in darkness. You don't want to know the truth. You're not going to hear it. I ain't worried about that. You want to hear it? Then repent. But see, Paul has already told us, as speaking to the church and to the believers, you are light. The world, those around you, are in darkness. Even those who believe. If you look in John 3.16. Let me get over there real quick. One of the most popular things. Now see, you go to verse 16. You know that one. Verse 17, you should know that one. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. But see, you need to read these things in context. Verse 18. He that believeth on him is not condemned. That's the believers. But he that believeth not is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Now see, do you get it? There are multitudes of people in the world today that do not believe in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And as such, they are condemned or cursed already. You want to get over that? Repent. I mean, that's all you have to do. Repent. You're condemned. You're going to be punished. You will be damned. I mean, in the, in the Greek, 
See, but there there's a decision here because it's in context. John 3.16, John 3.17, John 3.18. God has sent you his son for you to believe on him. God did not send him to condemn the world, so there's two good things on your behalf. There is an escape. And if you believe, you're not going to be condemned. But if you're not going to believe, you're going to be condemned already because you won't believe on him. And to make matters worse, by the time you get to 2 Thessalonians, Paul describes about the delusion because the world will reject the love of the truth. Look it up, 2 Thessalonians, uh, uh, Thessalonians chapter 2. Look it up. But see, it's in context. There's no reason for man to go to hell. Not at all. Not one reason except your pride. And it does tell you, he tells you right in this. I mean, that's why John is one of the best books there is. And this is the condemnation. That light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hates the light, neither comes to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. And that's because they love darkness. So when we look at Exodus in the Torah, and we see the Lord passing by, we also see the fact that this relates directly to Yahshua in the New Testament and to God, what God did through the blood atonement. Because the atonement of man, that's even included in the Old Testament, had to be done by the blood. That's why they used the blood of bulls and goats. And so today, there's that blood atonement shed by the Son of God on that cross who died, was buried for three days, and was resurrected. He's the first fruits. And his one death, the seed of wheat falling into the ground, will yield much. And his death has yielded many sons and daughters into the kingdom of God. So don't be stubborn. Repent, seek the Lord, and enjoy his presence. Learn the presence of his spirit. Learn to hear his voice. Understand that there is miracles and signs and wonders that follow that name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ. Understand that you can know him, know his voice, know his purpose, know what he wants you to do. One of the best psalms, one of the ones I really like is Psalm 103. You see, your father, as a father pitieth his children, he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. Psalm 103, verse 11. We're going to read a number of these. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pities, pities his children, or pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, he remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourishes. 
For the wind passes over it and is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children, to such as keep his covenant, to those that remember his commandments to do them. And you can find Jesus. Uh, for instance, in John 15, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. You know, this is the thing where you read the words of the Lord, you read the testimonies of the apostles, you read the testimony, you know, of the four Gospels, read the epistles, read Revelation, and follow it. Believe. Because he knows what we're like. We're not going to redeem ourselves. But we must take up the cross and follow him. We must understand that we are the salt and the light. Because the day of the Lord is coming. And you see, the salt is a preservative. Light dispels the darkness. And in America, we have darkness. We haven't had enough salt to preserve this generation from being corrupted. Like rotten meat. We need to heal it. There's only one power on earth that can do that. Repentance and serving the Lord. Because in Galatians 6, 7, and 8, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. For he that sows to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that sows to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap corruption. Life everlasting. Now you can go ahead and do what you want to do. The nations can do. And they're going to do what they want to do. They're going to be sent a delusion. They are going to follow. The man of sin. That's all there is to it. They're going to hate Christians. They're going to hate Israel. They're going to blaspheme the God of heaven. They're going to do everything in their power. And they're going to hate you. They're going to try to kill you. Because they're filled with the hate of the devil. But see, we've seen many of these who hated Christians and persecuted them, tried to kill them. On our Wednesday broadcast, Advocacy for the Persecuted Church. We have covered the miracles that happen on the field. The mission field. We have seen the enemies of God and the enemies of the Christians in a miraculous form be converted because of the Lord appearing. And in one instant, it involved a sandstorm and appearance and stopping an army from killing a bunch of Christians who were baptizing the new believers. They were going to kill them. But they were stopped. And in, in the thing of it, the thing of it is, is that the leader of that got saved. And so did the others. I don't know how many because they were talking about the main one. But they went back to the very pastors and the people that they were trying to kill and ask them, what is all this? What does this mean? Folks, 
In these last days, don't let the devil convince you or this unbelieving world that the miracles of God are over because it's a lie out of the pit of hell. And I can tell you that God is alive and he's in the hearts and souls of multitudes of believers today. And I can tell you, before they became redeemed, they were corrupt. They were sinners of all sorts, nationalities and races and creeds and colors of everything there is. But united in Christ, they become the body of Christ, firm, sealed by the blood, the atonement, and the work of Yahshua, Jesus Christ, on the cross. And it's further sealed by the Father, who sent his only begotten Son to die for the sins of all mankind. The devil has been cast out, but the devil's still here. And he, he's going to have an hour of darkness. And that's symbolic of a certain time when he's, his powers are going to be able to encapsulate and deceive the world. Because the world rejected the love of the truth. And God is not going to be mocked. Make no mistake. Whatever men and women and even demons and the devil himself, whatever you do, is going to be rewarded. So there is a lot of, when we, when we really talk about a lot of this stuff, it gets to the point that it's a cry and shame that the world is so quick to disbelieve, throw off, and ignore. Believe me, you ignore this today, you'll spend eternity regretting it. That's the way it is. That's the way it's going to be. So make no mistake, there's hope for you today. Make no mistake, God will provide for his people no matter what they face. His grace is sufficient. Father, thank you for your word. Bless your word to those that hear it whenever they do. Let them hear. Let them receive. Let them understand. Heal them. Bring them unto yourself. In Jesus' name. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, in the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Don't forget to go by the websites, warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Enjoy your Shabbat. Look to the Lord, and I pray for the safety of all those that hear this. I pray that God's mercy will wake America up, and that we can be healed. Till next time, next week, the good Lord willing, and as we say around here, the crick don't rise. We'll see you.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.